So focusing on your breath. We're going to do a four count breath, four part breath. You're going to inhale through the nose for four counts. You're going to hold the fullness for four counts. You're going to exhale through the mouth for four counts. You're going to hold the emptiness for four counts. You're going to inhale for four through the nose. Hold the inhale, the fullness for four. Exhale through the mouth for four. Hold the emptiness for four. Inhale for four. Hold for four. Exhale for four. Hold, inhale, hold, exhale. Continue at your own pace, lengthening and slowing down the breath. Continue breathing at your own pace, staying focused in your mind, listening to the words that are being spoken, allowing the information to move through your body, your entire being, gently, clearly, purposefully. As you continue to focus on your breath, Feeling the expansion of your lungs, the expansion of your rib cage as you inhale, the expansion of your consciousness, the expansion of your auric field, the expansion of your container, the expansion of yourself.
As you exhale, feeling the contraction of your abdominal muscles, the contraction of your rib cage, the contraction of your lungs, as you expel and push the breath out of your body, contracting back into yourself. Feeling for a moment that place of stasis, of emptiness, before the next wave of inhalation comes in that begins to expand your lungs, expands your rib cage, expands your being, expands your consciousness, expands your container. And so the breath wave is a movement of contraction and expansion. It is the same energy that moves the tides of the ocean. It is the same energy that builds a moon into her fullness and contracts her into her newness. It is the same wave of energy that lives inside of our planet. It is the same energy that lives within our sun, in the center of our solar system, moving as a spiral through space. It is the same energy that lives in the cosmos, in the great inhale of creation and the great exhale of creation that we are currently in. This is duplicated, mimicked, remembered, echoed in every single breath cycle that we take through this vessel through the lungs since we took our first breath the moment we were born until we take our last breath when we depart from this physical experience so our very inspiration and expiration the inspiring soul that comes into life and is birthed. And as the soul expires out of this life is the same energy in our breath. Let us take a moment to value to appreciate what breath actually is. How continuous it has been for us. How dependable it has been to us. how automatic it has been to us. 
that energy, the consciousness of breath, is exactly the same consciousness that is exhaling through creation. The creation of the universe. That is how connected we are to existence as we know it and creation as we cannot even begin to fathom. The creation of galaxies, billions of galaxies is beyond our ability to comprehend. And yet this breath cycle of inspiration and expansion and to expire and to contract is happening throughout billions of galaxies. And our breath is directly connected to this. The billions of galaxies outside, beyond this earth, beyond the solar system, beyond this galaxy, is also echoed and mimicked within the trillions of cells in our bodies. The trillions of cells in our body is directly connected to the billions of galaxies out, out there. <clears throat> when we stop breathing, when we no longer have the value and appreciation for this breath, the currency of this breath, the body will expire and we will depart from this experience and we will enter another breath wave that exists in other dimensions. And we will travel through those waves, those dimensions in ways that we cannot comprehend at this time. But why are you given the ability to breathe beyond the science of bringing oxygen into your blood, making sure that your brain stays alive? Understand the connection metaphysically between your breath and the breath that is breathing the universe. This is one way of connecting, practicing to connect to your cosmic self.
It is a tapestry of the mind that goes beyond It brings about a sensation in your body that is electromagnetic. Something in you becomes more alive. A fire in your gut is sparked. A truth in your heart is remembered and you follow the thread, the thread that takes you into the cosmic fabric where time and space bend, twist, This is where we come from. This is Aquarian. This is cosmic. This is the pineal gland being activated. This is understanding a more cosmic purpose to being alive and breathing through this magical instrument, your human body, which is an intergalactic time traveling machine. If you know which buttons to push, if you know which chakras to work through, if you know how to maneuver its leverages, its chakras, it's hidden gems. Why are you breathing in your body? Why has breath been given to you? Beyond the scientific answer of making sure oxygen gets to your blood, get the toxins out, keep the brain alive and functioning so that all of your systems, all systems on, that's the seven to 10% that the doctors say your brain is four. The other 90% is connected to frequencies, electromagnetics, way beyond the third dimension. Einstein proved there was a fourth dimension. Science has proven there are 10 dimensions. Time travelers, interdimensional travelers know that there are limitless dimensions. What does this have to do with your human body? 
Uranus in Taurus. Uranus in Taurus is the allowance to allow, to appreciate, to value receiving a cosmic upgrade through your central nervous system and your brain. So that the other 90% of your brain are getting turned on. It's like receiving a jolt of energy, cosmic, electromagnetic pulse. We receive this from the sun when the sun has a coronal mass ejection. And we see how the earth responds oftentimes with seismic change. Your body comes from the earth. Your body is going to return to the earth. Your body is the earth. If the earth is having seismic activity due to her relationship to the sun, don't you think you are too? Don't you think your organic body is responding as well? And this is not a process of thinking. We're talking about your body. Your body doesn't think. You think. You think. Your personality, your character thinks based on your opinions, your desires, your wishes, your, you, the way that you developed your personality. But your body reacts. It doesn't think. It responds, it has electrical charges, it has synapses, it has hormones that spew chemicals into your bloodstream to get you to have reactions. It is in a constant, it has an incredible intelligence. Intelligence and thinking are two completely different things. It's better to be intelligent and to understand the, the innate intelligence of your human body. The human body is constantly searching for homeostasis. It is constantly balancing itself out. This is a highly intelligent mechanism. So the body and its intelligence responds just like the earth to cosmic electromagnetic pulses. You thinking, us thinking, thinking is overrated. Thinking is 
modern man's illness. Right now, with Uranus in Taurus, it's all about your body and the incredible resource of intelligence it has for you. Not the other way around. It's not the other way around. Taurus in the astrology is the sign that governs your physical body. It's the sign that governs uh, how we perceive through five physical senses. Taurus is going into your kitchen and opening up your refrigerator and seeing what you buy at the grocery store. <laughs> going into your bank account and seeing how you manage your money. Going out in your garden and seeing how you plant your seeds. Going into your garage and seeing what kind of cars you collect going into your safe to see what kind of jewelry you've inherited and collected, going into your closet, seeing what kind of clothes you enjoy, Taurus is about how we live our lives very personally and the things that we enjoy that bring us happiness uh, through comfort, luxuries. Some people have a great luxury in their freezer of ice cream. Some people have a great luxury out on the river as a yacht. It's all Taurian. Some people value minimalism. And they just have an empty room with incense burning. Some people value books, libraries of them. What we value is what we collect. What we collect is what appreciates. Whether it's ice cream, money, a yacht, seeds, water, incense. It's all Torian to us. It's how we build our physical space what we value. And what we value personally, personal value, 
personal physical value. is changing. It's changing. What we used to value has changed and it's going to continue to change in greater ways. This shows up as very strong forces of inner disturbance. Uranus. You might think you're losing your mind. You might feel like you're having a nervous breakdown. You might not be able to cope with how differently your physical reality is shaping up to look like, to feel like. You may feel this energy moving through your spine, through your central nervous system, through your brain. It might be affecting your physical weight, your diet, your sleep patterns, your cognition. The greatest trick here is to allow your cognition to change. Uranus creates lightning out of nowhere, strikes out of nowhere. Not the thunder, it's not the thunder, it's just the lightning. There's no preparation, there's no announcement. It just lightning strikes, that's Uranus. Are we getting the message? Uranus has been in Taurus for a year and a half. This new moon in Aquarius, which is the sign that Uranus rules, in Aquarius, the new moon with Mercury. It's like you can feel it. You know it. You can identify that there's a different electrical charge in the air, but you can't yet grab it or point to it. Your body is the vessel that these electromagnetic cosmic pulses has to move through. That's the way it works. That's the way it was designed. 
That's what the soul is here to do. Why were you given breath? To breathe, to be connected to the cosmic breath, to understand the undulation that happens through your nervous system as you have these moments of awakening in your life. This is download, downloading, like a computer downloads. We understand it, we're more familiar with it in our computers than we are in it in ourselves. You are the organic computer. So your brain receives these downloads. Your cognition goes a little haywire. Your body sensations change. Your rhythm changes. Your heartbeat changes. There's a sensation moving through you. Maybe it ignites some fear. Right? Like where you catch, you hold your breath, you find yourself holding your breath. especially around the diaphragm, when the energy moves through the lungs, moves through the heart, your heart starts ooh, feeling like it has more charge to it. And that charge has to be dissipated. It has to be released. And then it gets released through the bottom of the lungs, through the diaphragm at the bottom of your lungs, the bottom of your rib cage, through the next exhale. And then your stomach is the next organ that receives this energy and inside the stomach we have thousands and thousands of nerve endings it's known as the second brain in chinese medicine it's it's your gut instinct this is part of the fight and flight response this is part of the sympathetic parasympathetic nervous system is in the gut can we process through our stomachs cosmic electromagnetic pulses? Well, the answer is yes. But feelings and emotions are going to come through and, and get activated and charged and like spike on, on a Richter scale. You're going to have stomach quakes, right? Stomach quakes on the Richter scale. Okay. Okay. So that's when you learn to really stay grounded that's when you learn to really connect to the earth. That's where you know that there's still a little bit more to go as the energies pass through the stomach, move into your reproductive organs, move into your bladder. Okay, as well as, you know, the other organs, you know, your kidneys, your adrenals, and it's like down into the bladder, the bladder, the rectum, the sex organs, and it's the consciousness has to go all the way through the vessel, you know, and it, it's, it's almost like a body energy orgasm that's non-sexual, it's pure cosmic energy that needs to 
penetrate through your body and reach all the way down through the soles of your feet, all the way through the crystalline core of, you know, all the way through the core of the earth, all the way through the different layers of the earth into its core. I meant crust, the crust of the earth, all the way down into its core, the core of the earth. And let me say, invite you into the concept that earth's core, the inside chambers of the earth are not the cake cutting images that you see in your science textbooks. You know, the one that looks really pretty and you see all the colors and that's not the truth. That's just simple. It's not the truth. If you go to the Himalayas and you go to the old Tibetan monks of the Himalayas, the mystics, the shamans of the Himalayas, there is a place through the mountains there into Shambhala. Some people call it lore. It's a lore. It's a myth. The crystalline core of the earth. The crystalline core of the earth. As you tap your energy all the way, the energy comes through the crown from the cosmic pulse, the cosmic electromagnetic pulse finds your antenna, which is your brain, which by the way, the energy of your antenna extends way up above your crown chakra, your physical head, you know, finds you, find you, okay, you get the download, it comes into your brain, um, the two hemispheres joined together, the synchronization of the hemispheres of the brain activates the pineal gland, external vision, external duality dissipates, union of vision, Union of vision. You do not see from your left and your right eye. It is union of vision. The flame of truth in an awakened pineal gland. Into the pituitary gland. Into the back of your throat, right above your palate. Something happens there. You get turned on. Okay, you get turned on. And then the elixir, the elixir, the cosmic truth elixir, the liquid light, the liquid crystalline light, the liquid crystalline light comes down hmm, through your vocal cords, down, down into your throat, right? Made it down the head, 
through the brain, down the brainstem, through the pineal pituitary, uh, the sphenoid bone, which looks like a uh, butterfly here, opens like when you're receiving uh, craniosacral therapy. It's like literally opens everything up in your consciousness. You have out-of-body experience. You have astral experience. You are no longer stuck in third-dimensional reality. You have opened the vault by shifting your brain waves, synchronizing the brain hemispheres, unifying into singular vision, the pineal glands activated, the pituitary, the sphenoid bone undulates. Poof, you're open. The elixir continues to descend. The elixir is the liquid crystalline light through the next chakra, your throat, where you have your vocal cords. Your vocal cords are tuning forks. Mm. Your vocal cords are tuning forks. Your throat and vocal cords in the fifth dimension are not used for speaking. There's no words. Words are very not necessary. Words are very, very few words. Everything is telepathic. But the vocal cords are used to create sound. You are the crystal bowl. You are the tuning fork. And you start to reverberate very, 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 very high frequencies through your physical vocal cords into sound, not language, not language. No, not language. Sound, communication sound, frequencies. And as you learn to do that, then the crystallization of your skull, your skull crystallizes. We know about the sacred 13th crystal skulls. Well, you have a skull and your, your skull is made out of bone and your bone tissue, bone tissue is actually crystal. Pezio something it's called. Pezio, Pezio something. It means crystal. So you practice tuning with your vocal cords, sound that crystallizes your skull. Okay, this is how we start moving into fifth dimension. And then the elixir, which is the liquid crystalline light, continues to move down, down through your soul seat, which now allows the upper chamber, the upper triangle, the upper realms whew, to come down, to come down into the sacred human heart, to come down into the center here of your heart, your heart, your heart chakra, your actual physical heart. And this is where you enter time. You enter uh, the sphere of time, spherical time. You are no, now, now we are entering in spherical time. Uh, it, it, you, you actually enter uh, non-time. Uh, the day out of time, space out of time. The space out of time is when this reaches into your heart, right? And you have ooh, heart expansion, heart opening, heart initiation, okay? And you are the living prayer of your ancestors, okay? This is what we are. And, and the heart is the, the beating of the heart is the beating of the drum, which is ooh, the 
ancestors, the ancestors that stand behind us, okay, for millions of years. And we are the ancestors. And we are the living prayer of the ancestors because we are the ones with breath. Okay, breath has been given to us and we are the ones breathing breath. The same breath that breathes through the universe and the cosmos. And we are the generations to come because we are all one. There is no separation. And the spherical time is experienced through the heart. Inside the heart chakra, the aquamarine pearl, the cosmic radiance of love. And if you hear these words and you are tuned into your heart, your heart at this time right now, you may actually feel that your heart energy has just shifted. And so breathe into that. This is truth in your heart. This is the truth. This is the only truth is in the heart. It's outside of time. And so the elixir continues to move down because it needs to reach. Many people will want to stop here at the heart. <laughs> continue <clears throat> and the energy continues down and this is where it falls down into the stomach and this is where we say yes it has to come into the stomach in order to reach the third dimension the third dimension in the third chakra where we are in our place of empowerment in this life and on our path, where we know what is right and what is not right for us. This is where we have inner authority to live in our integrity. So this is when the stomach is calm calm activated intelligent stomach and then that energy wraps around through the back and into the kidneys 
the kidneys and adrenals, which in this day and age are under high attack, they need to come back to the earth. The kidneys are like rooting vegetables. They're like delicious rooting vegetables, like potatoes. And they need to sink back down into the earth and be covered by the earth and be nourished, protected, quiet, dark space. This is the fight or flight response. This is shifting out of fight or flight response and coming into rest and repair. The body needs to rest and repair. The body needs to rest and repair. The body needs to rest and repair. This happens in the kidneys. This happens in healing the adrenals. The body must rest and repair. And we continue to move down into the bladder, into the rectum, organs of elimination, releasing toxins, releasing things that cannot be held on to, and trusting that the earth absorbs those and is, is the great transmutator of these energies. Okay, so the vessel is clean, the vessel is clear, the vessel is in homeostasis, and the elixir continues to move all the way down, 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 down. And we visualize it going all the way through the earth into the crystalline core of the earth. The crystalline core of the earth is the earth on the fifth dimension. There is nothing you need to do to create this relationship between your physical body and the earth's fifth dimension. It has always been in this alignment. You are just being brought to the awareness of it. It is your most natural state. the womb of Mother Earth. The crystalline core of the Earth is also known as the red pearl of consciousness. Red, the red pearl of consciousness. This red pearl of consciousness is also exactly your red pearl in your body between your pubic bone and your tailbone, about one inch up inside your pelvis is your red pearl of consciousness, which in the fifth dimension is the union of the first, second, and third chakras. It's your anchor. It is the exact space it is quantumly the exact space as the red pearl that is the crystalline core of this earth in the fifth dimension 
this red pearl consciousness also lives in every single cell of your human body. The DNA, inside the DNA. When you consciously reconnect, you understand you are the beacon of light. You are the beacon of the electromagnetic energy for free energy between the cosmic electromagnetic pulses and the earth and all of what humanity is doing both in third dimensional reality and outside of time. When you connect all the red pearls light up. It is the crystalline body's activation from within. It is, and we will end it with this, it is how you got here. The red pearl in your father's sperm cell his red pearl was in his sperm cell. His red pearl was in every cell of his body, connected to the red pearl inside your mother's body. Her red pearl was inside every single cell in her body, including her eggs. When the red pearl of the father connects to the red pearl of the egg, one plus one equals three. And you have, the portal has been opened for your soul to come into physical form inside your mother's body. Through the connections of these red pearls connected to the crystalline core of this earth. This is how you begin to activate your own light body from within. That is the direct connection from the cosmos to the cells in your body, to the highest vibration of this planet that your body belongs to and will return to. It's a borrowed suit. Why? Why is all this happening? Why is it so important to remember this? Because our values in humanity, in the world, on the planet, in our societies, in our personal lives, in our own bodies must change. And as you activate the light body from within you, you clear some of those energies that are stuck 
in your lower three chakras that are connected to karma, unfinished business, bad judgment, wrongdoings, wonderful lessons to learn in life, unhealthy attachments, unhealthy habits of the mind, of the emotions, of the body. Those must be cleared. That's the work. As we close the 5D meditation activation, we will do so with coming back to our breath. Two more. One more. Gently opening your eyes slowly, maybe first at 10%, just to allow some of the environment to come back into your vision. <sighs> Wiggling your toes and your fingertips. This concludes the 5D meditation activation. And I've resumed the recording. Um, uh, so allow. So you guys have now the ability on your end to unmute yourselves. So if you want to um, this is the live Q&A segment, and if you guys want to participate, um, go ahead and unmute yourself, and, you know, the floor is open, really, for anything that you want to ask regarding the awakening, regarding the astrology, if there's anything you want to share about you and your life that pertains to all of this, you want to ask me questions about 
you know, how I got to where I am in, in this work. The floor is open. I, you know, it's an invitation for you guys to come forward and say hello and uh, be part of this. So the floor is open now for anybody who would like to um, talk. <laughs> And I will say, when you do unmute yourself, make sure you say your name, your first name. You don't have to say your whole name, but you can say your first name so people just, I don't know, know your name maybe. <laughs> or not, who cares? <laughs> Go ahead. Hi, um, I'm Maria Pomeroy, and um, I wrote a question in the um, chat. And um, I do feel like this is the time, I mean, all my life I felt like I had something to do and now it, it's making sense. However, I feel like at other times in my life, I was more disciplined or more on task with the, what I needed to do. I too was a Kundalini yoga teacher, a massage therapist, um, really on the path. Um, but now I find that as I get closer to my intended mission, I believe, I find that either I kind of like, I'll reach for a glass of wine that I really don't need, but I'll, re I'll reach for it. Or I'll feel a force of darkness come and attack me in some way. And so I, I'm like, is this, am I feeling inner or outer or are they both? Like, are they, you know, I'm, I'm questioning like, how do I work with those sabotaging forces and where are they coming from? Okay, great question. So, um, the rules change when we make an agreement to be on this path. So, regarding um, these dark forces that you feel coming towards you uh, to attack you, um, that is very real um you didn't give any examples per se except maybe the alcohol um and one of the rules about alcohol is if you're going to be let's say activating your light body from within or choosing the path of awakening and and really being a conduit for this cosmic energy to come through, um, alcohol will um, bring to you energies of incredible interference. Are you there? <laughs> well, okay. it's interesting, and and I've done. I mean, I've been in times of my life where I've never drank, and and when I was a Sikh, you know, didn't drink. You know, did the whole you know three H O thing, and um, with my husband, and we were very much very disciplined in the in everything with the the the, the you know the diet with the sadhana with everything. Um, he passed away. And after he passed away, it was a little tricky for me because it was so, we were, you know, it was just difficult to be on the path. 
and but still on the path, but not that disciplined of the path because we were kind of, you know, in it together. And then, um, and so now, and I've kind of like come, but I've, I'm back now and um, after several things, but the other day, I mean, I had a very magical um, New Year's Eve weekend and I was walking down in, uh, I live in Portland, Oregon, and a, uh, a homeless man, and I was so happy, and a homeless man just came up and hit me in the face and gave me a black eye. Wow. And it was like out of no, I mean, and, and when he looked at me, it was like Charles Manson eyes. And I was like, and I'm a very happy, you know, looking to connect pe person. Sure. You know, and it was just so like, but I, I felt in that moment, like Lucifer and Michael, I felt like, you know, and, and in my moment looking at him and I just kind of like shield, I, I just went down and shielded myself and he ran away and I just I it was like I didn't want to give it any energy it was the craziest feeling and I just kind of got in my car I cleaned up the trash because he had made all this trash and I got in my car and I just went home and it was just such a crazy feeling like because I was feeling so light and it was it was just crazy yeah. So there's a, um, it is crazy. And, and I'm, you know, I'm sorry that, that happened to you and I'm glad that you're okay. And it wasn't anything more drastic than that. Uh, and I think you handled it really well in like realizing what had happened uh, and not, you know, not uh, taking it, you know, dramatically and creating more trauma for yourself with it. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, and there is this, um, there is this energy about, um, you know, when we are awakened and we're really strong in our energy, there will be other energies that come after to try to, uh, unbalance, uh, take off, take us off our game and I'm speak, you know, and I, I'm generally cautious when I say these things because uh, I don't want to sound like I'm an alarmist or, you know, creating some negative thing. Um, but I, I can, you know, very personally share about this uh, over the last 25 years and, and even all the way back to my birth, you know, how and understanding what happens in the other dimensions. Um, there's a huge force field out there that is absolutely against the awakening of humanity. They don't want you to awaken and they're going to throw everything, including the kitchen sink at you. And that's why alcohol will create the doorway for these interference patterns to come through. And I'm not saying that, that that was your case there on new year's. Um, but wherever we have a weakness. Mm -hmm. uh, and this is also how I've mentioned many times um, that darkness serves light. <laughs> you know, that's the greatest, like, uh, you know, you can take that to the bank. You can laugh to the bank on your way to the bank with that one. Because when you understand how 
the, the dark energies come around and they do. It's what people will call depression. Uh, obviously, you know, it can be more severe than depression, uh, confusion, uh, you know, having an upset stomach, having a strange, unhealthy, unspoken emotional dynamic with a family member or with a life partner, uh, having, you know, a food issues. I mean, they, it, it comes in all sorts of very physical, practical ways. Um, oh, I forgot what I was going to say. Darkness serves light. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, yes. And that is, the darkness can only intercept us at our weakest point. So if we are experiencing darkness and we're, we're mystics and we're alchemists and we know that we are that and that's what our life is about and we've declared that, then we thank the darkness because the darkness has just identified to us yet again where our weakness is. And then we get to put all of our focus towards that place of weakness within ourselves and do the healing. Okay. Well, I wasn't drinking at that time, but mm -hmm. I mean, that was, I mean, that was several days after New Year's, but there was such a, um, you know, I did a beautiful gathering and there was just so much, high energy and we all had this very magical coming together but it was like after feeling all that and just being so you know just bright and people would say to me wow marie what did you do and i was like god you know it's a tribe you know i was with my tribe and we we all came together we had prayer we had this beautiful you know sacrament together and um and then it was, I mean, it was very interesting because when it happened, I witnessed it. I went to, into observer mode. I was like, but it did, like, it, it hurt me, you know, like as a soul. Yeah, you got, you, you got attacked. You got physically attacked on the street, not provoking anybody. Like you were innocent and you got attacked. Physically and, you know, psychically. Yeah, I, I would, I, of course that hurt. <laughs> that was the intention. <laughs> <sighs> I'm glad you shared it with us. Because, you know, being in group and doing group work and, and holding, you know, you're being, when we share, everybody learns and heals. And, uh, you know, you're, you may not realize it, although I think you do, but that you're embraced by 20, we have 20 participants tonight. You're being embraced by 20 people. I'm sure there's more than that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, it was interesting. I just wonder if those are the, the forces that we need to be more, um, you know, how do, how do we make ourselves stronger? Um, well, by re so in your situation, um, finding out, you know, what your weakness is that, that, you know, it, it's like, was this, you know, was this involving alcohol, even though no, you no, no, drink that no. day, did you drink that week? No, no, drink no. That month? 
Okay, so that's like so. Well, you no, I mean that. Mu- I mean, yeah. I mean, I drunk. You know, you know, you know. I don't know. That's why I'm asking. Hmm. Yeah, four days before, but but still in your system. Okay, that's no. the point. Like, if you had alcohol four days before, that's still in your aura. Okay. Okay, and I'm not like, you know people do whatever they, you want to drink, you want to smoke, you want to do all sorts of things. That's fine. Like you got, you know, everybody does everything, but I'm, I'm just saying as, as a, mm-hmm. once you're on this path, the rules change. And one of the rules that I know about, cause I've explored it myself <laughs> is alcohol cannot be in the equation, not even a drop. And it's okay. If you, if you do drink, you're, I can almost put money on it. Something will happen to you within that week. So it's okay. It's not a punishment. It's just if, you know, it's like, like if I eat gluten, I know something bad's going to happen to me. If I drink alcohol, I know some, some bad energies are going to come. So this it's where we get to be empowered. What about mushrooms? What about mushrooms? Uh, Honestly, <laughs> mushrooms are medicinal. Yes, thank you. I needed that validation. Who's speaking? <laughs> Fernando Gonzalez. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, hi, Fernando. <laughs> uh, yeah. What about mushrooms? I don't. I don't feel the same about acid. I feel that it's made in a lab, so I don't. I feel like negative can come a lot through that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I definitely feel when it comes to marijuana growing directly out the earth and mushrooms i feel like that can be medicinal and beneficial yeah and it all has to do with the intention of yep. and how the mindset using it why you're using it a lot of shaman shamans even in siberia you know uh some will use mushrooms to you know while they're going into their trance so I, I think properly used, properly administered, it's it's a wonderful, um, it's a wonderful um, tool. tool. Yeah, and also it's you know it, and 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 then of course you have to check your you know dependency on it, you know, <laughs> your frequent use of it or <laughs> however that goes. Um, but if it comes from the earth and it hasn't really been, you know processed um then it, it has a consciousness for us if we know how okay. to do it properly and then as far as the meditation i could i could kind of feel um like a lot of like uh i guess if you would call them chills but going like all around my back from one side mm-hmm. to the other and um especially i i I don't know how to describe it, but you were making some sounds and whatever that may have been was definitely making that happen. Thank you for mentioning that. Um, Yes. So tell me more because I need answers. (laughs) You need answers. (laughs) No. (laughs) They say, the shamans say, uh, we have too many questions. When we stop having questions, we won't need answers anymore. Do I need to go watch The Matrix again? Did I miss something? Yes. Um, thank you for that. Yeah, the meditation. So the sound, um, 
the chills that you were experiencing on your back is a wonderful indication physically of uh, an energy activation happening for you. And the sound that I was doing um, is actually uh, one of my, one of my um, native guides, mm -hmm. uh, Native American females that uh, loves to tone through my vocal cords to create uh, those chills. <laughs> Good. It worked. Yeah. Yeah. To create some kind of activation. And it's, you know, she just comes through like that. I wasn't expecting that to happen, but she, <clears throat> she started, I started feeling her in my throat and I was like, okay, you know, we were talking about the heart. And, and so she's a, mm -hmm. she's a medicine woman. Um, so yeah, she was coming through there. Sound healing, vibrational healing, um, because that's really what um, energy is vibration. And, and so you're experiencing a little bit of a Kundalini energy. You know, when you guys feel like the little, the shivers up your spine and you're like, Ooh, uh -huh. that's Kundalini energy. Interesting. Um, and this is just to add, but uh, I was also like, throughout the meditation, I had a Palo Santo on in my right hand and I had a Moldavite in my left hand just to see if that would uh, mm. kind of intensify the meditation. So I just wanted to add that. Beautiful. Yeah, Moldavite. That'll do it. <laughs> Moldavite. Thanks, Christine. <laughs> Moldavite and selenite are really good meditation uh, stones, crystals. Yeah, Christine gave it to me. She's so nice. Cool. Do I know Christine? Oh, she's in here. She's in here. Okay, cool. <laughs> oh, hi. <laughs> there she is. <laughs> I know a few Christines. I'm like, wait a minute, which one? <laughs> yeah, but that was, that was what I had to share on my end. So thank you so much. The meditation was great. Thanks for being here, Fernando. Thank you. Mm -hmm. I, have to, I want to piggyback on Fernando's comment. Um, so those chills, like tingling, fluttering sensation, when you feel that outside of a meditation, is that a spirit or was that is that just the kundalini energy or what is that that's you that's me okay because i so just short backstory on me i was dead asleep until october and um i had a spiritual experience where um i had that feeling just shoot through my whole body and um ever since then my life's just been I feel like I've been on this crash course where I literally am trying to just soak up as much information. And right now with all the planetary action, I just, I'm just so restless. I can't even, I feel like I can barely cope. <laughs> yes. And that's how I found you. And I've been watching your videos every day now. Oh, great. Lucky you. <laughs> <laughs> and I feel like I'm about to be on that scavenger hunt that you talked about today. So <clears throat> yeah and so what you really want to focus <clears throat> on is um your breath 
when because there is a tremendous amount of energy that's moving through your nervous system from the other dimensions from the cosmic energies and it's fine if you find yourself in the middle of a sentence or in the middle of a thought or in the middle of anything and you're just like whoa wait a minute you know and and because because the energy has to come down the throat, down the heart, through the gut. And that's oftentimes where it's going to get stuck. Like it, it's hard to get it from the heart down into the gut because it, 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 this is where it, it, it's like um, putting your foot to the pedal, <laughs> the metal to the pedal. You know, once it goes down past the heart, it's, you know, it's here it's here, like it's here in your body, it's here in your life, it's here in this dimension, and then shit shows up. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I've definitely noticed changes since that. So this is very helpful because I didn't know anything about using the breath, so it's great. Oh yeah, yeah, good. So the breath is like, it's like the breath is the equivalent of you're in your car and you wanna go to the store. And there you are, there you are sitting in your car and you got your key. Okay. You got your key. You turn the car on and you're sitting there in your car and you're like going to the store. That's where you're heading. You're going to the store and you're like sitting in your car with the, you know, the engine on. Breath is you taking your foot and pushing down on the pedal. You ain't going to get anywhere without the breath. You can sit pretty in your car, have the music playing, have the engine turned on. You can play with your indicators. You can even honk the horn. (laughs) You're not going to go anywhere unless you press on the freaking gas pedal. That's how powerful and exactly what your breath is. Yep. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> hey, y'all. Can anybody hear me? Yes, ma'am. Hey, I, okay. So this is Angela Remington. I just wanted, hey, I haven't seen you in a long time. Hi. <laughs> nice to uh, see you. Nice to see you. Um, I just wanted to comment. I didn't want it to end. I just wanted to stay in that space. And uh, I was feeling some energy surges that felt like pulses mm-hmm. coming through my body. And it felt amazing. It felt like I was sort of like a battery or something. So that was really amazing. The first time I've experienced that. And mm. so just wanted to share that with you. Great. Thank you, Angela. Thanks for being here. Hi, I'm Philly. Happy to be here. Good. One second, Philly. I want to just interject here real quick um, and then we'll get right to you. So be aware, everybody, that as you know, you you did just receive like this pulse of electromagnetic energy. So track it, meaning stay conscious and aware of how your body is going to metabolize this. You know, it's like getting a shot of vitamin B. It's like getting a shot of espresso. It's like getting a shot of, 
you know, the purest water you've ever found on earth. It's like getting a shot of, you know, something really powerful. And so your body, some of you, some of you have a body that hasn't processed this ever before to your knowing. Some of you are familiar with this and you're like, you know, I know what this is. I know what it's going to feel like in about four hours or in 12 hours. So to keep, keep that in mind that um, your energies might move up and down a, a little bit differently because of the activation tonight. Okay. And drink a lot of water. All right. Yes, Philly. Hi. Hi. Sorry. Okay, I'm Philly, and um, I was holding an amethyst crystal in one hand and a quartz crystal in the other, and um, I also felt in, in my left neck and base of my skull a lot of activity going on, and what I, and, and, and I felt like it was, um, like there were, were entities were working on me. I just felt like I was being worked on in a good way. And mm -hmm. then I, um, I sort of lost consciousness during the meditation. I just like zoomed sort of like how I feel when I'm laying there and somebody's playing the gong. I go, I go out. I just go out into like, I don't even know where I was. I don't even know where I was, but I got you, you know, you brought me back. So I wanted to share that, that I did have that experience. Mm -hmm. And also uh, to Maria, um, interesting, she brought the darkness issue up because today's Saturday. So um, like mm -hmm. two weeks ago, two Saturdays ago, the, the thought crossed my mind that I was feeling heavy and I was feeling hmm, just very heavy, like there was weight on me. And I was like, maybe there's an entity that is attached to me. Maybe somehow there's some sort of entity. Because I have had work done by medicine women years and years ago, and there was a reptile there, and she cleared that. So I do know that things attach. Mm -hmm. um, but what I did is I immediately, um, because the thought was so strong that I immediately shared it with someone, and then I went on YouTube and I found some ways to clear entities. Um, and I did that for a week. And like really all the time, whenever the thought came to me, I would say, you know, who are you and what were you before that? 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 And cleared it. And, um, and the reason she's saying that, what were you before that? What were you before that? Is to, they have to answer and what she's asking them is uh, before they put on the mask, but before they put on this illusion, before they put on that illusion, before they put on that illusion. That's how I understand what you're just saying. So, yes. Well, that's what I was taught on these videos. So, um, uh, and then what happened this past week, and I've been keeping a journal, is that I've been having very violent dreams very violent almost like they were coming up and out is how I felt like they were just I was purging I felt like I was purging mm. and I would wake up 
first thing in the morning and because that's otherwise I forget my dreams. I get on with the day and then boom, it's gone. But right away, I went into the other room and I wrote in my journal. I just jotted down. And some of them were really bizarre, but I felt, but I feel good. I, today, I feel good. I feel really good. And that's all I wanted to share. Thank you. Thank you so much for your service. I love you. Thank you. Mm, thank you, Philly. Mm-hmm. I love you too. Mm-hmm. Um, and also remember, you guys, that for the last couple of days, you know, midweek, let's say, not, not like what's today, Saturday, Friday, it's like Thursday, Wednesday, the moon was going through Capricorn um, on the eve of it being a new moon. So uh, yeah, and Capricorn, um, the ruler of Capricorn, planet Saturn and planet Pluto on a metaphysical level, uh, when we look at uh, alchemy, um, they have an interdimensional domain uh, that, how do I say this, <laughs> um, isn't all that good. But it's good because it's what it's how the darkness serves light at the end of the day. <laughs> so that might have, you know, there might have been a doorway, Philly, at that time too, where like the Saturnian, Plutonian passages interdimensionally were more open, you know, for for these darker energies to come through right before the eve of this big change. Mm. You know, it's kind of like uh, when, when, you know, when, when uh, there are two fighters, you know, and it's, and, and one's gonna, about to lose, you know, somebody's about to lose the battle. The person, you know, the person or energy that's about to lose the battle oftentimes will come out swinging really strong you know, cause they know they're losing. So that's also what we're in. It's like a last hit. Yeah. It's like, you're gonna, you're gonna remember me with this one, bang, before they die. <laughs> <You know>? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's what happened to Maria. <laughs> she got her last hit. Yeah. Yeah, it's like a cheap shot, you know, a cheap shot, like below the belt, cheap shot. Like, that's what you got. Like, that's what you're made of. Okay. All right. You know, God bless you. So, um, do we still have time for another question? Absolutely. Um, my name is Donna and I'm in Vermont. Um, and I wonder if you could speak to um, practices. Okay, it's a two-part question. My original question was practices or meditations that help to decalcify and open up the pineal gland. And the second part of that, um, and I've, I've started to play with one. And the second part of that is you talked about the energy moving down and getting stuck 
And so if it, and I feel like I, this is, I've been working with um, the shadows for a long time and I feel like things are moving, but I feel there's a stuckness in the gut area. So practices that can also open and allow the movement of that energy as well. Okay. Um, first question. So decalcifying the pineal gland. Um, so some of the ways that we can do that, and that's a great question. Um, I'm just going to mute you guys that are not Donna just for now for sound feedback, audio feedback. Okay. So you got to have a clean body. Okay. That's like, you got to have a clean body. You got to, you got to make sure that you're not putting into your body, um, toxins. So alcohol, <laughs> um, you know, food coloring, co corn syrup, uh, sodium benzoid, uh, you know, preservatives genetically modified. Like you got to make sure that what you're putting in your mouth is as clean as it can be. That's one that that's, you got to, you know, we got, we have to stop doing that. That's one. <clears throat> then two, you have to do a heavy metal detox. And there's fish oils, um, the omega six, three, six, and nine from fish oil, like cod liver, but, uh, cod liver oil and omegas three, six, and nine to start to replenish what's going on there. And then, um, something that's highly illegal <laughs> in the United States, but you can always travel to Mexico. <laughs> Um, is uh, bufo medicine, and bufo medicine is uh, toad five meo DMT, which is a class one narcotic here in the United States. So you would never want to do that here. You would want to take a flight to Mexico and work with a shaman there that does that. If you ever wanted to go to that level with it, that works to completely open up mm -hmm. the pineal gland. Um, so those are my answers for how to cleanse the pineal gland. And then your second question was what again? I forgot now. Um, uh, having stuck energy in the, the gut area. And you want to know about, uh, exercise or practice, right? Yeah. To, to assist in opening and allowing the movement through. Um, so the way I work with it, it's kind of like, um, I'm going to go like, I, I'm, I would address it head on. So instead of like trying to figure out an exercise to open it up, I, I would want to, why, why is it there? How did it get there? What is it? What part of you mm -hmm. brought this in? So it's almost like getting to the root of the weed to pull out the root of the weed instead of just clipping the surface of it. Exactly. That was my thinking as well. Like, what am I holding on to? How do I find out? <laughs> you know, 
you work with me and <laughs> you'll find out in one second. <laughs> <laughs> like a, a question I would ask you is how long have you been feeling this in your stomach? Probably my whole life. Okay. That's an, that's a strong answer. So you've been feeling this your whole <laughs> life, correct? But, but, but yes, but it's more, but I have an awareness of it now. Like if in hindsight, it's been there my whole life and, and there's always been that stuck energy, but now I feel like I'm, I'm in the work. I'm more aware of where it's, where things are stuck. In your gut. Yeah. Right. So oftentimes the gut, um, are our relational cords and they have to do with power. So what this would tell me is that you are in a power struggle with somebody and somebody has your power. I mean, base the basics of it would be that mm -hmm. when we have like power struggles in our dynamics, they're going to show up in the solar plexus chakra. Mm -hmm. Could it not be with ourselves as well, though? A power dynamic with ourselves, like allowing ourselves to release and step into our power? She's very clever. I wonder if she's got Gemini in her chart. I think it is a really great idea to set up a session with you. I've been thinking about it for years, so we can continue this conversation. But I really appreciate it your work and thank you <laughs> absolutely absolutely and that that wasn't to run you off or anything but no it's it's and so yes it is ultimately with yourself but it's with somebody outside yourself right. and it might be hereditary right. it might be a pattern that you were given while you were a fetus. Mm. You don't seem to like that answer. <laughs> Can you repeat it, please? I, I, there was a, a cut in the audio. What, you, you repeat what you heard. You said it could be a pattern and it, it could be a pattern. So, um, what I heard was, it could be a pattern that you received while you were a fetus. Okay. That's hereditary. That's part of your yeah. lineage. You're the karma of your lineage. Yeah. Does that resonate? Absolutely. <laughs> okay. So yes, yeah, ultimately, yeah, ultimately it's about you, but third chakra energies are always going to have something to do with another person. And us. Okay. Thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome. And yeah, set up a session. I'll be happy to work with you. Thank you, Donna. Hello. Can you hear me? Yes. It's Leah from Guam. Hi, Leah. Hi. I'm literally sitting in my car. I think it's funny you brought that up. And I had to turn off it because I was running out of gas. It's <laughs> Sunday morning here. <laughs> Um, I just wanted to say thank you again for your wonderful work. 
um, and being able to connect with you from so far and everybody here. Um, and the reminders about the dark energy, not just being these entities, so you know, entities or whatnot, but your choices with alcohol or foods and how, you know, I've always known it's heavy and it can thicken the field and what you're doing, but as a dark force and allowing, I, I don't know, just rem, a, a good reminder of, okay, my body needs the work from myself as well to make the, the choices so I can bring more light in. Cause I think I forgot about that. Yeah. Like the intelligence in your body. Yes. Yeah. Like how amazing the intelligent, like the innate intelligence in your body is. Yes. <laughs> and just making the choices, especially for me with the food, you mentioned gluten and different things. Um, how, it, how, how strongly it affects me. So I need to look at it and cut, cut it out. It's, I've, and I've heard it. I've heard it in the last week or so, week and a half in your daily messages. <laughs> so it's like, oh, there it is again. Oh, there it is. Okay. Yeah. Hey, okay. Yeah, it's like, you know, because if, if we're ingest, if we're putting something, if we're taking our hand and putting it in our mouth, <laughs> Mm -hmm. And it's something that is causing irritation, inflammation, toxicity, or stress to the body. We have to stop doing it. Yeah. We just have to stop doing it. And we, we, and we have to want to stop doing it. That's the thing. We have to, the, the desire to not do that anymore has to grow. And that's this like self-love. Mm -hmm. you know that's that yummy cozy feeling of like oh my god like if i eat this or if i drink this it's my body's gonna hurt and it's like the desire to like i don't want to hurt my body like i don't want to hurt this body you know this body has gone through hell and high water and back like it's gone through hell and back like the last thing i want to do ever again in my life is hurt my body. Exactly. Very good. And that's the self-love. And that's, you know, and then that desire grows and grows and grows and, and it, it's contagious in a really good way. I have Thanks. one more question. Good to, good to talk to you, Leah. Oh, yes, see you tomorrow. <laughs> okay. I knew Leah. We knew each other a long, long time ago in a far, far away place. <laughs> it's good wow. to see you, Leah. I love you so much. Wow. I love you. And when Magli talks about going through what she's gone through in 19, or 20, 2000. 2009 believe it guys I was there love you so much thank you <clears throat> I wanted to ask you a question yes um, the, my name is Jolene Vaughn 
Hi, Jolene. Hi, I've done some counseling with you in the past. I don't know if you remember. And my son, Race, uh, he read his chart. Very impressed with your knowledge on astrology. Very, very enlightened. I've turned a lot of people onto your uh, YouTube channel and, you know, people who are struggling. I've said, here, call this astrologer and have her read your, your stuff. What I'm 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 in curious about because on Saturday I did combo and toad, and this tea, this meditation was mm. over the top awesome. After that, that was just I went into like a very geometric form in my whole body and the tingling and the cleansing of my pineal gland is just, I can't even explain it. It's just amazing. <laughs> and I'm so grateful to be able to have caught this 5D meditation because it was just like, my birthday was on the 23rd and everything I did on Saturday was to cleanse myself and to release, you know, those energies from my past before I, I went into, you know, this new birthday and on the 23rd I had an amazing awakening and just to be able to to be here is just an amazing opportunity for me to tell everybody I love you and I, I hear your struggles and I all I can say is work with Mama Maga because she <laughs> starts it all she starts you on your path thank you Thank you so much. Thank you so much for being here. And, um, you know, I can relate to what you're sharing about how this meditation has impacted you tonight. That's it. Yeah. You know, that's it. That's beautiful. And I have, um, three planets in, uh, Aquarius and then, uh, um, a Gemini moon with uh, a Libra um, sign in one of my planets. But um, so I'm a very much of an air sign Aquarius. But I'm on, I was on that Eve part where you were talking about on your video. And uh, I definitely, it started at nine o'clock in the morning where I had an amazing awakening and I was in Pilates class. <laughs> nice he's blowing up emotionally but trying to suck it all back in not to show it and then I leave there and I just came home and lost it and I called my psychic she's like light candles get incense going throughout your whole house sage yourself you're being attacked it was amazing and your, your 5D meditation got me through it. Thank you very much. You're very welcome. Very grateful to you. Yeah. It's great to connect with everybody, you know, in such a conscious way. And, and uh, it, it was really profound, you know, when I was talking about it in the video, 
about when the moon was in Capricorn connecting to Saturn and Pluto on the eve of the new moon in, in uh, Aquarius, when those words came out of my mouth, because, you know, I'm not scripted. And it's like, to, like I'm channeling, downloading on all these videos, well, at least half of the content. And, I, I, it, you know, that's when I saw it, like, oh, my God, like the darkness is, yeah. is like, you know, trying to like grip at anyone or at anything, you know, like holding onto their heels or something, trying to like pull them back down because we're, you know, pshoom. Yeah. We're, we're, we're flying into like this new cycle and they're like gr just grabbing at the heels. Right. Like, and I, I just saw it when those words came out of my mouth and it was like, Oh my God, like this is what's happening. Yep. And it's my throat and my heart chakra that have been shut down my whole life. So I'm working on that with combo. <laughs> but my pineal gland was towed. And I've done that from 2019 to 2020 eight times now. Wow. So when you have crystallization in your pineal gland, start doing the work cleansing your body, just like she said, reading and talking to a therapist about what comes up in your mind and what's, what you're sitting in, what kind of shit you're sitting in, man, just get it out of you. It's purging. It's letting go. It's elimination. And it's whatever way you can do it. If you, you know, the resources of the grocery store are amazing. Just go to Whole Foods and get organic. <laughs> but yeah. you got to purge. You got to let it go. You got to say goodbye. Right. And, th and that's the work of, of like when I was saying the energy comes into your solar, your stomach, and then the second chakra, and then this, and then the first chakra, the lower three chakras is what she, what Jolene is talking about. That This is where the elimination and the purging of karma of, of, yucky stuff has to happen in order for our vessel to be clean enough for us to truly crystallize the crystalline structure. Thank you. This woman, I've been watching her since 2016 and you changed my life. You changed my son's life and you set me on my path for the light because I was in the dark when I met you. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. No, thank you. You deserve a lot. And I see you, you fighting on YouTube for people to hear you. And I hear you. And I turn everybody on to you. I can. Because you're an amazing person that gives her time and her energy for the greater good of every soul on this planet that serves Mother Nature and beats through her heart. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, Oh. Michelle Godwin? Yes, Michelle. Oh, hello. Hi. So, so my question to you is, well, first of all, I had the, about a month or so ago, I had all that anxiety for about a week, and that was awful experience. And I understood what it meant. I was really purging. Um, and so I did get through that. That's just my one comment. But I wanted to ask you, is the red 
Tara, um, the same thing is the red pearl. Is, is that totally different? And, or in Buddhism? Um, I'm not sure I can answer that question because I don't know what, how red Tara would, what, I mean, I know red Tara, I know green Tara, but I don't know about red Tara. So do you want to elaborate a little bit on that? Well, I don't, I don't know. Okay. So then I would say probably not in my understand that like, that's not how it was shown to me, but it may have a similarity if we were to uh, educate ourselves on that. Yeah. Yeah. The red, the, so the red pearl, the whole meditation and, and the pearls, th this all comes from my workbook anatomy of healing and so the red pearl of consciousness was shown to me by the ambassadors of light um, that came into my life very physically twice. One was in um, 1996, and the next time was in 2009 or 2006. I can't. I can't remember now. 1996 for sure, and then in like. 2009. Yes. In 2009. And these are, um, interdimensional beings of light that are 13 feet tall. And, um, in two, from 2009 to 2011, they were with me when I was doing the circle of lights meditations in Miami. It's something that I offer to the community twice, a, twice a week on Wednesdays and Sunday mornings, we would sit in a circle, we would hold hands, we would do this, the four count breathing like we did today. And I would just start downloading for about an hour or an hour and a half or 45 minutes. And I recorded it all over the two years. And it was uh, then that I realized that um, I was being given a man, you know, a, a workbook. And so I typed up the workbook and I started teaching um, anatomy of healing to massage therapists and then to the lay person. Uh, so the red pearl, the aquamarine pearl, the silver pearl, all come from my channeling of this information for two years without realizing, you know, what I was doing until afterwards. And it's, um, the guardians of the light, uh, the, yeah, the guardians of the light, they're, they're 13 foot tall beings. Um, yeah, we can do a whole other, class on me talking about that <laughs> and how it impacted my life and, and how I know I'm doing the work that I'm doing. Then I saw them the third time in 2010 when I was abducted. I was in Mexico uh, on a spaceship, um, the astral body, not the physical body. I was at my parents' house sleeping. And next thing I know, I'm up on a mothership and uh, very familiar, very cozy in terms of, you know, familiarity. I wasn't afraid or anything like that. And um, I reconnected with the consciousness of the ambassadors of light, the guardians of the light. And they were showing me what this work, you know, was all about, is all about. Um, yeah. Regarding um, humans that have souls 
versus beings that lost their souls and that are moving through dimensions trying to attach to humans that have souls. So, uh, yeah, it's a very specific uh, work that they showed me I'm a part of, and this is what I do interdimensionally. And that's why you might see too, um, when I connect with people like this in a group, uh, you may have experiences where I come visit you at night <laughs> and do a, like some pretty deep healing. And I might look a little bit like an alien, <laughs> but you'll know it's me. <laughs> That'd be, you could do that. <laughs> you could come by. <laughs> Thank you. I've been told over the years, oh, you came to visit me last night and did all this healing. Uh, and so the whole point is liberating out of suffering. Okay. The liberation out of suffering, because suffering is a trap. Uh, it's, there's a purpose to it, but there's also a trap to it. And, um, um, and we have a soul. You see, not all beings have souls. And that's the work that I do. I work uh, interdimensionally to protect uh, the beings, us humans that have souls um, against the soulless. But I also give opportunity. Uh, the contract that I have interdimensionally is I, I, through the work, they have an opportunity to witness soul to soul light exchange and in that window of time, they can choose through their own free will if they want to remember what it feels like to have a soul and to choose light once again or not. The choice is entirely up to them. They get to witness a soul human to soul human light transference, which is the one plus one equals three. Uh, the, just the spark of light that comes through healing work that comes through any kind of awakening process. They, they have this window that they can actually like look through. And it was shown to me kind of like when you go to a university medical hospital and there's a surgery room and on top of it is like glass and the students can observe, but they can't interfere. That's how it was shown to me. So like my life is inside of this and whenever I'm teaching or working to help people awaken and the light turns on, from soul to soul, they observe that and it can trigger in them the memory of what it was like to have a soul and to choose to realign to that lineage of light. <laughs> That's what was shown to me when I was abducted in 2010 in Mexico. That's basically what I do. <laughs> Good work. Thank you. Hi, this is Christine. Can I ask a quick question? Yes, ma'am. So, um, well, actually, there's more than one. Oh, I lied. Um, so, <laughs> but the first one is um, during the meditation, you had mentioned uh, the issue of um, the the 5D, um, the core of the earth is not what is being presented, and then you started going into the situation of the Himalayans and uh, and and um, 
uh, Shambhala, but I didn't get quite the connection why you put those two together. Can you further go into that? Sure. In, in, in brief, um, uh, Shambhala is a place that the Himalayan shamans know as uh, inner earth which is where the central sun is located. It's a portal inside the earth. The earth is not solid. It's not the layers that are designed in those photographs in the books. Shambhala is a doorway into not hollow earth, but inner earth where the true central sun is located. The fifth fifth dimensional humanity is there. Okay. Um, and then the, la the last question I have for you is, what are your thoughts on um, ayahuasca? Hmm. Well, my thoughts on ayahuasca are great. I question the hand that serves it. Okay. And I... Um, a lot of the medicines that are coming from the jungle. Mm -hmm. um, there are some black wizards that, that are working with darker, uh, the darker intentions of the ayahuasca that's coming mm -hmm. over here. Uh, so I would say if you really want to do the ayahuasca. Exitos Peru. There, yeah, you, you, it's most important to go to the motherland ask yeah. for permission from the land, ask permission mm -hmm. from the ancestors, you know, like do it that way. Exactly. That's, that's my intention. So I would just want to get your opinion on that. Yeah, good. I wouldn't do it here in the States. No, not at all. Me neither. Can I, wait, am I here? Can you hear me? We, we can hear you, but let's see if Christine's uh, might not be finished yet. Um, and yes, and I would love, and I would love it if you could do a session when it comes to your experience um, with the um, other beings, because um, I have had experiences where just I've seen um, uh, aliens, so to speak. I, that's the best way I can say it. That are not. I definitely knew that they're not human in human form, but they come in families. And I could, I, I mean, I was amazed. I mean, time seemed to just stop and got really quiet around them as they walked by me. And it was two different occasions. And I couldn't believe that no one else could see it. And I was like, why am I the only one who's seeing this? And it was so apparent to me, but I just thought I, 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 but I know exactly what they look like. You know what I mean? It's, it's, it, they're very distinctive, but they look like they're human, but they're not. I, and I was just wondering why in a two year amount of time I was constantly shown these. And so I didn't know what there what I was, why I was being um, given that opportunity to see them. But I, so that's, I would love it if you could have some kind of a, a session regarding all of that. That would be wonderful. Thank you. Sure. Sure. Thank you, Christine. And, and yeah, I'll, I'll create one. We'll call, you know, I'll give it the title, uh, something about, you know, Aliens and interdimensionals. Right. Chit Beautiful. Chit chat yeah. room. <laughs> no, and I do want to, I did, I come to for session once for, uh, for my chart. And I really, I mean, I, I, yes, like the others have spoken before, you're, you are uh, a godsend to me. And 
um, I'm sure to many others. And so thank you very much. And you put your heart and soul into, and I'm getting emotional. I don't know why, but you put your heart and soul into to your forecasts. And, and I really appreciate that. It's, it's, I'm really grateful. So thank you. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Christine. It resonates. Yeah. Hmm. Okay, coming in. <laughs> All this right. Is Fernando, just back to the ayahuasca thing. Yeah, some people have told me that there are ceremonies done in Brooklyn, New York, and I haven't done it for the same reason. I'm going straight to the motherland, like you said, and I'm going to deal with the people. I have a, a good friend of mine who did try it, so I'm going to go through those same people. Um, because I mean, she made it back alive, right? So <laughs> I guess I guess that's, that's a, a good sign. sign. <laughs> yeah. So um, yeah, Iquitos, Peru, is uh, supposedly or factually where that plant uh, actually is mm -hmm. from. Yeah. Yeah, it's from there. And just as long as you go respectfully, and you know, bring some tobacco. Mm -hmm. to offer to the land bring some mm -hmm. honey to offer you know like yeah awesome good for you thank you mm -hmm. do we have one more before we um head out of here anybody else i know we're like a little over time but <laughs> only by 40 minutes all, all well worth it <laughs> yeah right <laughs> i yes. agree Hi, this is Steve. Hi, Steve. Good to see you. Um, I just wanted to say that uh, it was a great experience during the meditation. When you were toning, I found myself joining you, if you will, trying to resonate with that. And in our recent communication, you know, that makes complete sense for me that I need to work through using the body that way. So this was a great experience, and I'm looking forward to using the recording to practice what I need. So thank you once again. You're welcome. It's great to see you. Great, great to have you here tonight. Thank you. Absolutely. Yeah, you guys will have, um, I'll upload this file on my website, and you guys will have the access key to... Uh, get it and download it onto your own devices and please do you know keep listening to it because that's you can listen to it every day you know and, and just get in get into that zone it's a tool it's a tool for healing all right well i think we're gonna cap it off here I want to thank you all for hearing the call in your own being to participate and contribute into tonight's gathering. It brings me an incredible amount of joy to see all of you. Um, it is very heartfelt and in soul alignment that we come together, you know, to, to be in this space together. And I love hearing from all of you and getting to meet you a little bit more. So much gratitude to all of you for being here and, and respecting this work and appreciating this work and showing up for it. And with that, I wish you all a beautiful evening, except for Leah. Leah, I hope you have a wonderful day. She's in the future. 
it's Sunday morning for her. <laughs> and uh, so much love to all of you. Be well. Be safe. Take great care, everyone. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye. Bye-bye.